0: Uh, particularly like the criticism though you know no your, well, voice, your not... voice wavered a little like hey man why don't you get it together
1: yeah well you know we are running a professional show this is season five and uh you're still uh not quite there in terms of your technical. there oh i oh, there's a there now oh there is a there's there a,
0: we've never discussed
1: a baseline you know we,
0: we have some serious baseline, guests low. these days what, i'm not below the baseline below the mendoza line
1: uh mendoza line the mendoza uh Mm. Mentosa, Salmon Puff. That's a different show. That's a different show. That's Springton. Uh, one day, you guys one are day. watching these. We're we'll just going to talk only in uh,
0: Simpsons quotes to you.
1: It'd be pure nonsense, and you'll uh, you'll right. truly understand where our heads are at
0: when he when he accepts the Salmon Puff. Uh,
1: <laughs> no. he goes, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. It's not a comedy. <laughs> yeah, like the thing is is. We could talk Simpson stuff all day long. But we're not here to talk. About That's them. not what this is. We're doing we're talk about Ice Girl. Tuesdays, Ice Tuesdays. This is Tank Girl. And as you know, when it's Ice Tuesdays, we talk about iced tea. So Jeff, why don't you show sure. us whatever iced tea you picked up five minutes ago?
0: In oh wow. 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 You don't like this segment.
1: I mean it's, it's not fine. even a segment.
0: I mentioned it one time and we never talk about it again. It's yeah, just a fun, fun little a piece of flair. But you want this perfect co-host to come in and just be like, "Yes, I agree with you, Gary." You know, I have my own ideas. I have my own
1: voice. You know, when you say "fun," fun for who exactly? Me. Okay, sure. Okay, well, this would be. Am honest. I not allowed to have fun? No, no, it's fun. It's fun. Totally. A this, is this week. Little, you're a little tested. You need a vacation.
0: I need some weed. Uh <laughs> oh, uh, the iced tea that I that I picked this week. Mm-hmm. is very specific to the movie mm. because it's a giant glass of water
1: mm. are you fucking kidding me
0: no it's fucking genius that's the whole movie is about water why would i add anything to it it's perfect as it is listen i just want to enjoy water while i still can
1: i'm glad we got that segment out of the way okay so <laughs> Tank girl tag Girl's is a movie we like watched.
0: anything anyone does mm-hmm.
1: Not particularly, no. Did you standards. like Tank Girl? Uh, You know what? Uh, that's a very interesting question, and I wasn't sure how best to approach it. Mm. We watched it twice as we watched these shows, yep. these movies, we watched them twice for these episodes. Uh, The first viewing, and I, I think you felt the same way, I was too high mm. to truly understand what I was watching. I, was I don't confused. think
0: I, I, I know that it was on. Yeah. And we had comments and stuff, but I didn't take notes. I was and disoriented. And when I came back and watched it the second time, I was like, this is a wildly different movie than what I remembered from like a couple of weeks ago.
1: I think maybe I was better prepared for it this time around because mm, it I sort of recognized that this is like Gonzo. Gonzo is the best word I could use to describe it. Sure. Like it's just like it is a Gonzo film. And if you're not familiar with the source material, which I am not, mm. Then there are things that I'm missing right off the bat, things I'm not going to catch right off the bat. And that is exactly what happened in in that first viewing was just being completely thrown off. So on the second viewing, I didn't smoke.
0: Uh, I I chose not to smoke. Mm. uh, I didn't much. And also having watched it like it was a puzzle that I was trying to put together the first time,
1: Mm -hmm. all I
0: did this time was relax my brain. Sure. The second time I was just like, well, things are going to happen that's really all i need to know you know what i mean yeah. like if you're if you're going to come into this film and be like oh, i wonder yeah i wonder if there's a plot don't worry about it Mm-mm. oh i wonder if there's a meaning to any of the things that i'm seeing that change throughout the nope don't worry Mm-mm. about that either just enjoy the fact that tank girl is is fun that's really it now yeah the things i have questions about all seem to stem from a central theme in like the ephemera I've read and watched about the movie, all point to the fact that like the director made a movie and then Hollywood made a movie yes. out of that movie. That we didn't get the like Tank Girl that we deserved, but we, we got the Tank Girl that they thought we
1: deserved. Yeah, the one they thought we would like.
0: And it is a nonsense Tank Girl. That no, it's, it, it's nonsense.
1: We talk about this so many times. We talk about bad movies on, mm-hmm. on our show, where we talk about how a film is made, and then in the editing process, and the studio gets involved and they get too involved. They hack it to pieces through yes. because of test screenings and because of things of demographics. And in a movie like this, there's a lot of sexism that played a role in the decisions, which, especially since it's a movie that was so that existed in opposition to sexism. And to patriarchy, that, that is so much one of the common themes of this film, is that to see it get destroyed by a patriarchal studio system in the way that it was, it's no surprise that this was not a successful film. Because even if you were there to interested in the themes and ideas and right. the, the nature of the female leads in this, you were let down repeatedly during that process. You were basically told, no, actually, it's not good. But you yeah. didn't know that it was hacked to pieces. We only know that right. with the benefit of, you know, two decades of internet behind. Yeah. Us. Yeah, exactly. You know, nearly three decades of internet. Now,
0: nobody who saw this when it came out really knew the, like the pain that went into making this movie bad no. from what I truly believe would have been a good movie. Yeah. I'm going to give you some lineage here. If that's cool.
1: Okay, please.
0: All right. So the, the rippers. Hmm. Stan Winston designed yes. the Rippers. Okay? Stan Winston is a fucking god. He's a legend. Terminator, aliens, predator, tank
1: girl. Won Oscars for that shit.
0: And he believes the Rippers to be on par with all of those movies. And in fact, he made the Rippers in the image of Predator.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally see that. Totally see that.
0: They were really heavy costumes, by the way. <laughs> they looked heavy because they were heavy. the The a- mm. actor said it. uh it was like wearing a couch. There's a scene <laughs> I really the, love uh, that.
1: There's a scene where the uh, the lead Ripper, DT, mm. is like in in Berserker mode, and he's wearing his like mask and the whole gear. And all I can think about is like, if the actor who's doing that is wearing the kangaroo super soldier, yeah, thing underneath that, that's gotta suck. That's like, totally. really gotta be unpleasant
0: The we can get into let's get into the costumes in a minute okay. Catherine Hardwick was the cinematographer here or maybe director of photography one of the two or something in that effect okay she got the job because the director wanted her and she had shot Freaked do you remember that movie
1: no remind me about Freaked it was
0: brought up like, I don't want to oh like... wait this yes. is the
1: Alex Winter movie oh she, she that shot thing is... that
0: and that's how oh. she got the job
1: Wow! So she got
0: the job through freaked. Wow. Shot it like that, which because essentially, like, what can you do with no money? Mm-hmm. We're spending all of our money on costume. You know, the guy that did this, Stan Winston, did this for half of his usual money.
1: Yeah, and he, it's still he twenty-five took a huge million pay cut because budget. he loved
0: it so much. It was twenty-five million, but they were like so out of money that they were like, "We want to hire people that can shoot crazy shit, like on point." We gotta be done with this. Yeah. And it not cost anything in hours because they're changing everything all the time. Sure. Uh she directed fucking Twilight
1: later. <laughs> no way. Like really? this thing
0: spun people into gold except for
1: Lori Petty. Yeah. And the direct, <laughs> and the actual director. The actual director. The guy that
0: choreographed the... the dance scene, the stupid dance scene that has been the no Cole business Porter in 1948. Yeah, the Cole Porter dance scene. <laughs> Hairspray remake,
1: yeah, wildly wow. successful. But the director, the director Rachel Taladay, yeah, this was like this was like her last movie for like twenty some odd years.
0: I think that she was. She, I think that was she, she did, was fed up immediately.
1: She did television, and she's done loads of television. Choice
0: they questioned. They had uh, I don't know who it was, but they had a female leading punk band, uh, female led punk band. Okay, starting the movie, and they had to settle on Devo because they said we won't. It's a movie about a woman already. You can't have a woman leading us in with a voice.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right that the tone is, this is a female-led movie Yeah, and you a female public Why would that even can, be a remember.
0: complaint that like a woman is singing? I mean, I know why, but like- Yeah,
1: and like I read that, <sighs> that Courtney Love had been tapped as music supervisor on this too. So it's just like you're undermining so, Courtney Love as well.
0: I got really obsessed and went down some rabbit holes.
1: Courtney Love like was it. supposed
0: to be Subgirl
1: sub girl oh and then Kirk so- cobain killed
0: himself and she had to excuse herself from filming the lead character was not Lori petty
1: yeah. Lori
0: petty auditioned for the role and they said no mm-hmm. they got somebody else who then refused to shave their head so they recalled Lori petty which was like made the film what an incredible yeah. performance this was
1: i can't uh, imagine this without Lori petty oh no I absolutely i can't, not. I can't. she Talk owns about, that like, character. crazy
0: wave if this had gone well we would have had Lori Petty and everything because it was point break, leave Their, their own. own, free Willy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This, if this does well, and they've, you've seen kids movies and adult movies and nostalgia movies and wild and archaic nonsense. That's, that's a hell of a resume, but instead yeah. we, we kind of just, we saw a fizzle instead of a, a rise because of this.
1: It's a shame because she was definitely somebody who was just unique, uniquely talented and was a unique figure totally. at a time when Hollywood's idea of what a woman should be was pretty pretty rigidly defined. And it was unfortunate because that it's like that's part of the stuff that hurts this movie is like there are entire scenes that were cut out of this film, scenes that provide context, by the totally. way. Totally because and they didn't jokes, feel Lori Perry it lacks was attractive a lot of enough.
0: Jokes. Exactly. No, one hundred percent.
1: So we these... by a team of morons, so we're seeing that, and that's killing us the whole time. And it yeah. also but in in doing this, it also betrays like a core fan base. a core fan base that like Hollywood now seems to understand the importance of is the comic book fan is or
0: or a lot of them have given up and are accepting mediocrity. But, you know, one or the other it doesn't really matter.
1: Well, look, we could talk about comic book fans. And mass being mediocre. I'm perfectly happy to just sort of say the bar is low, it's but low. the types of comics that were getting made into movies mm-hmm. in the 1990s were actually super fucking interesting. This they wasn't were. just like Avengers. This wasn't like Spider-Man. This wasn't, I mean, yes, you had Batman, but you had fucking. We didn't Tim really Burton. have
0: Spider-Man yet.
1: No, you had Tim At Burton doing Batman. Yeah. Spider-Man was a cartoon you saw on Saturday morning cartoons to the 80s. Correct. You had Tim Burton's Batman, 1989, Batman returns, 92. Yeah, the Schumacher one in the mid 90s. The lead
0: superhero in history had been Supergirl in '88.
1: And you had Wonder Woman '89,
0: '88. I want to say '88.
1: Yeah, I mean, like if that went on, on big screen as well. So, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. which I it's a movie I want to go back and we could potentially watch it this season because of uh, Vanilla Isis cameo, obviously. It might even if it just well, we'd have to do the second one,
0: it. we wouldn't be able to do the darker, cool first one.
1: No, but I hear we you. did the second one where ninja rap happens. Yeah. Um. So like you get Ninja Turtles in the early '90s. You've got the Crow in '94. Mm-hmm. Very subversive property. Obviously, the tragedy of, of Brandon Lee plays yeah. into that in terms of its notoriety. You have then you have Jim Carrey doing The Mask in '94. Yeah. Sly Stallone for Judge Dredd in '95. So like these were all like technically underground indie, if you will, save for Batman, yeah. of course. Underground indie properties. Right. And it wasn't like bankable but the idea was like they could do them for a certain budget within reason generally and then from there recoup and mm. with the exception of say the mask which was just like they took one of the biggest comedy stars of the time and said be mr funny be man weird. yeah
0: and actually end around and be weird
1: departed radically from the comic books in terms yeah. of tone like i was a i in the very brief period of my life where i cared about comic books which is like in that sort of Prepubescence, early mm. adolescent sort of period. Sure. The mask was super fucking cool to me. Mm-hmm. But then and once I discovered girls, so that was sort of the end of it. Yeah. But like the point being is that like Tank Girl as a concept had precedent ahead of it. These types yes. of movies had found audiences to some yes. extent, some of them huge, others more modest, but had found audiences. Yeah. And it could work. But a lot of these again, these bad ideas from studios bled into it and created huge problems.
0: I think that if given leeway and leverage, I mean it's hindsight's 2020, 20, right? But if sure, given leeway course. and leverage, this team who like uh I think Talale, was that the way you said her last name?
1: The director I said is uh I said Taladay, Taladay. Tal- and maybe I'm spelled maybe I'm I'm Talalay. Saying it wrong.
0: okay, yeah.
1: Talalay. I'm uh, apolog, I'm apologizing. It's like I well, one way I, I, or
0: another... Although
1: it's funny enough that after having watched this, I had now basically seen nearly her entire filmography, having seen Freddy's totally. Dead. Having seen Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, in theaters. Yeah. With which, the 3D glasses. Not
0: my favorite, but she was like heavy in the in the crew for the one that I loved the most, which mm. was the precursor to that one, The Dream oh, okay.
1: Child. Dream Child, yeah. The Dream
0: Child, which is like it's on another level to me. Just an incredible film. Uh She worked with John Waters to start her career. So she knew something about making insane, very like spasmodic films. She was an expert already took this comic, which I, you know, I dabbled, I didn't read a lot, but I've read a little here and there. uh, Is just, there aren't, especially for the time it came out, there aren't a lot of rules.
1: Mm -hmm. Sure. And it's it's British too. So
0: evil things are in the background getting destroyed we don't know where they came from what they are it doesn't matter it doesn't truly a lot of things that happen are art for art's sake and that's perfect for her coming from that background if she was given leeway i think this would have been a truly like a film's take on actually making a wild ass comic book like I think a lot of the rules yeah. were being eschewed, and unfortunately, rules were like all these dudes wanted. They thought they were just signing like girl comes in, shows off body, blows up stuff, says du- things dudes would say and leaves.
1: Barbed wire.
0: Yeah, that's what they wanted. I they bet. try
1: they wanted a barb a barbed wire yeah, type. Yeah, film, sure. Which they made what, like that was like ninety seven, I think. Yeah. Barbed wire comes later and you get like, okay, we're going to find it. That's the, what they
0: like, wanted in the first place.
1: We're going to find the sex symbol that we're looking for and yeah, have yeah. that person blow stuff up.
0: Yeah, instead Got of like it. casting, we're just going to throw somebody in
1: from the TV. And look, I watch a lot of Baywatch. Baywatch, I, I watch every week. It's a fantastic um, show. And so like, I get it. Dirty I understand saved exactly by the why. bell on the beach. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 and it's just nonsense. It's pure nonsense. So it's pure great not- if you just... The whole show is nonsense. Like, Forget about like the actual mechanics of an episode. The, yeah, the, totally. The,
0: That's what I'm saying about Tanker. It's, it's like ludicrous. If you just so- go in and forget and just watch this weird thing they made. Yeah. And you know the spirit of it. You can see the movie they wanted to make in your mind. Right. And it saves this film a little bit. Because if you read anything at all, the first thing anyone says is, the studio fucked this up royally.
1: It did. They really- also
0: cut a scene oh
1: yes you i know, know exactly, about this oh I know exactly what you're saying but our guests are sorry our listeners have no idea what you're about to say go ahead oh
0: boy so the ripper i forget which ripper it is it's like, booger it's sort booger. of there's it's booger, implied whatever. that the two of them are sort of falling for each other yes. or at least we're spending a lot of time away from the group together. they just
1: sleep they're in bed with each other in one scene
0: Yeah, yeah. They're like, they lay next to each other a couple times, like Hmm. things. It's implied that these people are like, they're into each other. The director went further. The script went further and put a sex scene on, on the books, which I could not find.
1: I don't think Uh, it exists. I don't think you can find it in finished form,
0: but it is confirmed that the, the creatures were part kangaroo. And one particular part was the penis this thing had an 11 inch penis in the film and the people in the production world were like,
1: absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. You're taking out, they're not having sex and he certainly cannot have a giant penis.
1: They made a penis. It cost them $5,000 to make this penis. That's what I read.
0: Well, that dude was getting paid so much to do like, they put mm-hmm. a lot of work into the Ripper costumes.
1: So there's a light item somewhere that just says like kangaroo. Yeah. Pick.
0: Like we, we sat down and majored 11 inch kangaroo penis.
1: Yeah. Here you go. To scale.
0: Like we scaled it like it would be, you know, yeah. a taller, longer, bigger, more human version of a kangaroo penis for $5,000. Yeah. I
1: have a good one. Except except like also wasn't his character specifically also the only ripper who was originally a dog? Yes,
0: he was also a dog.
1: So I'm like, where's the dog kangaro
0: human hybrid with a giant penis? Tank girl is like
1: all in. Tank girl's into it. Into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I'm not familiar enough with the source material, and I'm sure that all of this stuff is just in there. The Brits who were doing these comics back in those days, kind of the same yeah. wheelhouses, your Judge dreads and stuff, were like right. talking about a lot of things and taking a lot of liberties. And again, you see in this film the film this could have been because they right. put the work in. They made it look the way they wanted it to look. They had the interspersing of the animated sequences in here, the, one of the best I've ever seen in terms of how it's done. Once again, totally. once you turn off your brain and sort of say, this is just going to happen and go this- with it.
0: This movie, for what it suffers for, which, you know, dialogue, uh, it's so choppy and weird and a lot of the jokes are cut. And yeah, exactly. They basically just kept in war talk and a a few like one-liners. Yeah. Um, For what it suffers for, it like wins with weird creativity, uh, which I think a lot of those uh, animated scenes were in there because they couldn't afford to like film a lot of action scenes yeah. they needed to trim money so they were like well we can hire somebody to draw it it was a comic book they can draw it in the style of the comic book and the, and, the comic
1: book people there were comic book people involved in its creation yeah, anyway exactly. so it was like there's a synergy
0: there. this is an easy synergy and i liked it somewhat there, there were times when i was like okay just like introduce these characters i don't need mm-hmm. Girl jumping around and yelling and stuff no there's also an, an implication that she beat the crap out of her partner. Subgirl or whatever.
1: No, yeah. Well, subgirl is a whole other situation. I mean, like subgirls will have a bigger plot, and then that doesn't really yeah, doesn't really happen. So you just got yeah, tank girl you got tank girl and is... Nambi and Nambi Watts' Jet Girl. Yeah. You know, her first you get... real
0: like big role in a big budget movie.
1: Yeah. Well, like good for her. Like she went on to do all sorts of really great stuff and become yeah. far well known. Another one no that like anybody. blossomed
0: from this film.
1: Yeah. It was a great beginning. And also actually Australian for a movie is based in Australia. We found an Australian in the cast. Mm-hmm. Although someone's going to tell me she's from New Zealand or something, and then I'm going to have to apologize. So I think she's awesome. You may as well just
0: apologize now. Just do it on the air.
1: I'd like to take an opportunity to apologize uh, for uh, misnationalizing uh, Naomi Watts. It was an error on my part. Allegedly uh, or Possibly. Allegedly or possibly. Uh, ignorance on my part, certainly. Uh, as an American, I have to do better uh, as I think about uh, the world and my place in it. I will be taking a brief uh, uh, break from the show. Uh, a sojourn. A sojourn to uh, to reflect. And then I will come back and pretend Next like nothing week. ever happened. Right. Right after okay. this.
0: Man, thank you for that. I know that had to be hard for you.
1: Uh... Anna Beck. <laughs> the soundtrack to this movie is fucking insane.
0: It's fucking awesome. I am obsessed with the soundtrack. Fun fact on that at the beginning of uh the movie's like at it, its genesis, they had tabbed Green Day to be like a main portion of the soundtrack. And then okay. by the time they like put in a finished product of a film Green Day had blown up so much they couldn't afford them anymore. They couldn't, work. So
1: they so they couldn't pay Green Day anymore, so they got face so to face. So they got face to face. That's
0: exactly what happened. They went out and they were like, "Well, <laughs> who's a semi-aggressive punk band that's on a major label that needs this cash?" Face to face, and boom, they got it.
1: The soundtrack choices are extraordinary throughout. They really this. are. It's like they they had absolutely so many reasons to do something that appealed to a younger generation. So you've mm-hmm. got Bush on there. You've got Hall on there. You've got, you know, the uh, the magnificent bastards of Mockingbird Girl, that Scott Weiland side project thing. You have all this stuff. And then you have York. Bjork is on there. Portishead's on there. Portishead, yeah. And then you have the theme from Shaft. Yeah. For reasons entirely unknown. That was an, I I can't understand
0: that decision other than just to like, maybe at this point they had sort of heard enough and we're just like, you guys pick a song. Truly. (laughs) It was like picked out of, it just made no sense. I truly am confused. Like, why would
1: you pick that song? Uh, And then the Cole Porter thing, like that's totally confusing.
0: They all like, everyone knew it, which I know that this movie was ridiculous and it shouldn't be taken with like. Yeah, yeah. Any real, but that decision is so bizarre.
1: Do you, th- and I, I, maybe I, mean, I
0: don't know enough about the comic to see why they right. did
1: it. Like, again, like I feel like I was reading things in my research about the writers having, like, having a certain uh, affinity for like a Benny Hill and certain type sure. of things. So I think maybe there was sort of a, a desire to go a certain route there. And then I guess, you know, you have like, whatever, isn't, um, the mask didn't have like Mambo Pete or whatever it was. There was some, yeah, sort of, yeah Cuban Pete, yeah, Cuban Pete. My I name mean, is yeah.
0: Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat.
1: When I hear That's... the maracas, they go chick, chicky, chick, boom, chicky chick, boom, chick, chicky, chicky, chicky boom, chick, chicky, 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 chicky boom. boom, yeah, yeah. Um, so I hate that, but it's burned in my brain from having watched. Oh, yeah, the mask I've watched at, that
0: mask. At, I don't know how many times I've watched that. Too
1: to much <laughs> And then, like, okay. so, like, I recognize there's some ideas that maybe we're getting recycled or we're coming from the original or coming from the yeah. weirdo brains that people were making this movie. They're saying, we can do whatever we want. Let's have fun with it. So that's sure. fine. But, like, it's baffling that soundtrack has some very bizarre choices on it.
0: Sky Cries Mary, a band S- that I had no idea existed, mm. has, like, a banger shoegaze song on here. <laughs> and that's the most Courtney love thing ever, right? That just smacks of Courtney Love just is like, oh, yeah, there was this one song that I fucking loved. We're putting it on here, even if nobody can find the band. <laughs> it was awesome.
1: You know. I love this. Like, I love You think about things soundtrack. sort of like, and you got to, and the soundtrack, that's what, like, I knew this movie from the soundtrack.
0: Ice-T also on the soundtrack.
1: Oh, we, we got to Friday double show, dip on this we one. We actually got to have an original Ice-T song. Yep on this and that scene where she drops in, where tank girl drops in to yeah. shoot everybody up.
0: And they play it at the, it's the third, the credits are so long. They have the third song on the credits. We yeah, talked yeah. about this before. Mm, it's one sure. of my favorite things. What do you put there? They chose Ice tea and I think it's yeah. awesome.
1: It was great. It's great to have that. And it's definitely better than the use of um, always wanted to be a hoe in corrupt where oh, they used man. too much of the song in too much of the movie. And it's also a very bad song.
0: Totally agree. You
1: know, totally and really wildly, that's only four years difference in terms of the two songs. So, like the quality of the music being that poor for that one. But again, that movie, *Corrupt*, is an absolute. It's a know, poor, film. horrendous film. Yeah, where this that's one poor. is not horrendous. Again, don't watch cool. that one, please. So, can, Tank yeah, Girl, no, 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 I would yeah. say watch take Girl*. Yeah, well, I think Give it a we run. have just don't we have an obligation though, because obviously we spent a lot of time talking about this movie, but we really do need to talk about Ice T in this Let's movie do it to together. So uh, I read that was my I read... clever
0: segue was to mention that in the soundtrack.
1: Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty well, good at this
0: job. Oh, all of a sudden you like me again.
1: Well, he's saying it out loud actually makes it seem less clever. It seems a little a little arrogant.
0: It makes you seem less clever because you didn't see it.
1: Uh did you know <laughs> did you know uh that he claims to have made eight hundred thousand dollars? for his work on this film? No. So he was I interviewed. I did know. Okay, go ahead. He was interviewed, but he was interviewed by somebody once who was sort of like kind of making fun of him for having mm-hmm. done the film. And he was just like, I made $800,000 to do that movie.
0: If he had said $75,000, that's... You got me. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: I would have taken it for that. And like he made 800000 He also... When he was asked, like, so the 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 things they had to wear were really cumbersome. Yeah. And they were so weird and weirdly designed that they had to be controlled by two people off screen.
1: The, the ears. The
0: faces and the ears were not, were like controlled off screen. They didn't wow. say their own lines. They came mm-hmm. in later and
1: recorded. They did so, the ADR'd it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So they've got these, you know, they've got these giant machines on their heads. Mm-hmm. And they asked him. They somebody on the crew said that like Ic never complained. He just came to work. He did his job. He he said he was shocked that his character was actually what it was when he arrived. Like, <laughs> well, they'll change that. Obviously, and I'll take mm-hmm. it.
1: <laughs>
0: and they didn't change anything. He was just a crazy, angry, half kangaroo man.
1: <laughs> the only non horny ripper. That's right. The only he was all business. Just, he was all he's business. He was all violence. He was no interest in these two women who showed up.
0: None. When they Which, asked him why he never complained about the costumes or the workload, mm-hmm. his response, better than prison. Uh, three words, three yeah. magic words, better than yeah. prison. Yeah. What, am I going to argue with that? No, absolutely no. not. He's going to make $800,000 to wear a, a kangaroo costume? Hell yeah.
1: ic has consistently cashed checks for his entire career. Correct. In music, in movies. Television. He has consistently cash checks. This man plays European festivals with Body Count. Just because yes. maybe you don't follow Body Count, listener, you may not have like kept up with what he's doing. That band they has really continued to play shows and they sell yeah. records. They're not signed to a major label. They make more money probably off those records than they made back in the- He knows that the, cash a check in the bodyguard is. he cashes checks consistently
0: and i'll tell you what you do movie you do a movie with the guy that did Terminator, aliens and predator i don't care how bad it is i yeah. don't like it's going to be fine
1: who says it's no a good idea who says no to a, a big payday for a hollywood film that's a comic book film after Jeez. all these really successful ones you know he'd had a bad experience with the studio system for surviving the game You know, for his first thing, so like, yeah, it is a bit frustrating as a fan to have to wait basically an hour into this film before we actually meet him and meet his character. Yeah,
0: but he deserves, but
1: but he deserves the billing he got on the film. He deserves to have a billing up there, second only to, you know, Laurie Petty. Like, absolutely deserves that. You know, even though he's not even the leader of the the Rippers, but that's the kind of star he was. Rippers and the command he could have.
0: The Rippers are a society. They do not mm. have a leader, is is what they say.
1: Yeah. Well, they say committee, they have but, a creator.
0: Yeah. yeah. And Johnny have, Prophet, and they have a dude that is smart, but also is a bad poet, and an, you know, a sax about, player.
1: I was just saying, what did you feel about his jazz chops? Was he, uh, you know, you're, I've you're seen the better. jazz guy. I've yeah, seen I'm better. sure you have. I'm sure you have.
0: Yeah. But also, I mean, it took two people to control the head of this costume off stage so in any given moment three people were in control of that ripper yeah honestly it's pretty good guys did a good
1: job especially when it comes to the point where they have to like actually you have to see them in action and you see them basically all going through like predator and going through and just annihilating all these uh water and power guys
0: it was like seeing six predators it was awesome
1: yeah the only thing is that is that you know obviously with the quarters that get cut On this film, there are multiple times in that sequence where I can see wires attached to
0: all of those
1: guys. Like you see the wire on the backs of each of these guys, like more than once. It's not like they missed it once. This is like.
0: I mean, there's a reason Naomi Watts is ashamed of the
1: film. Yes. (laughs) There's a reason why she's like, I. She came right out and was like, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that that movie exists.
0: I mean, Naomi Watts is. It could have been great
1: nanny watts has made some like really amazing films it's kind of like sure. you know jennifer aniston doesn't acknowledge uh leprechaun
0: real talk that makes sense
1: oh so, you know and jennifer aniston is like one of the most bankable people in hollywood totally you know, i think murder mystery two is number one on netflix right now so she can still do it what do you... number two on netflix number one on netflix have you murder seen mystery the first 2. one Should no i haven't seen uh we might need to i feel let's like just i feel double, like we let's might you're
0: not gonna let me go on it i already know you're mm-hmm. gonna want to watch this film with me
1: we have to watch both of them if we're gonna do that
0: she cast the director cast some random person that she knew some professor at ucla or something
1: okay uh
0: he has to be in the movie maybe he was okay. a fan i don't know oh, okay. this movie other than laurie petty and the director everyone else has this incredible resume coming out the other side this guy taught uh, the South Park creators. Oh. And the South Park creators made a regular on the show. No shit. Just like not him, but a character based on him is on the show. I mean, it's just the weirdest thing. Everyone who worked this, Ice T goes on to get SVU and is on screen every week, yeah. every day. If you He's want on to right find now. SVU, He's on right now. You can find it right now. Right now. On wherever you are. On somewhere here. it's on right now
1: it's you can on. watch it and if for some reason when you're listening and, to this, it's not on and if it's you on catch demand. the
0: end of one don't worry there's 74 more coming up before they show an owen wilson movie
1: can we talk about casting for a sec because again Please. i feel like ice T is underutilized in this film as part of the greed you know he he is he has a little bit more range than we have seen in some of these previous films he's still he's angry he's skeptical but he's doing less of the kind of quippy one-liners in this, which is always like a shame, but also just like he felt a little more fleshed out as a person, which is funny because he was like talking kangaroo, but I would have loved to see more of him as things went on in the film. I would have liked to see that. I think that's a casualty
0: of these shitty cuts too, because like I know for a fact that like in the comics, the reason they clash is because he's like kind of chauvinistic and doesn't, Okay. He doesn't think that women can lead a successful insurrection.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: And while that that, seems and while you can infer that here, you can't actually bank on it because it's not shown. No. He just like comes up with a plan and they're like, ah, let's just make it a smash and grab job and then they go instead of having like an actual conversation.
1: It would have been a better contrast. It would have been a better contrast between the like horny, gawky guys that are everywhere in this film. And it's this like, dude that
0: is very distrustful and like yeah. stuck in his way, like a real character, another real character.
1: Yeah. Something that makes? maybe – to see that, yeah. At the same it time, it's It turns out like, this
0: like group of super soldiers is a bunch of pushovers who are like – just like will do anything. Yeah. That are for, told them. It's crazy.
1: Especially by anybody who seems to be able to wrangle them and just get their attention. Right.
0: Just like if you can just talk to – if you just talk to them, they'll do whatever you want. They're mercenaries.
1: But – Apart from that thing, I want to say the casting again. Hmm. Iggy Pop as the creeper, who's uh, like wants the schoolgirl fantasy. At I right, guess that was that just some 10-year-olds? kind of brothel. The brothel. Yeah, I think the I have to. I I may have been. Why do they the go rich, there? Uh, to get the girl. Right. To get to get the ten year old girl back. To get her back.
0: Right. They go and there. She is just like working in a mill or something
1: yeah she's washing the clothes of the people who work in the brothel basically that's what she's there to do they basically stuck her in the in the laundry there but iggy pop who again like it's it's a wild thing to see him in there and then of course i always know from the same period i guess 96 is the crow city of angels and he's like The second biggest bad in that film. He's not Mm -hmm. the big bad. He's the second biggest bad in that. So he was Mm -hmm. in this like comic book space for sure. And you know, look, the proto-punk godfather, everybody wants to have Iggy Pop around if he wants to be around. But fucking James, James Hong is in this movie. Yeah. In one scene, one scene basically. Well, two, I guess, but like one scene, you see James Hong in, and James Hong shows up and it is a fucking delight. And yes, I know like. Obviously, everything everywhere all at once, like just mm-hmm. won the Oscar. We're all like really happy about right. that. But I, I love that film, but like
0: at that time we weren't getting a lot of hung
1: and we got such little of him in there, but it's such a reminder that he was a utility player in so many yeah. things. They need somebody Asian of a certain age to come in and be something sure. for them. And like you see him show up at all sorts of movies in this way, and like yeah, sometimes yeah. it's painful to watch. This was not one of them. Him no, as this no, sort of this cybergenic plastic surgery. Like,
0: these people are like trying to survive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like these are still... survivalists and and like kind of dumb paramilitary dudes. Kind yeah. Of. Um, it's it's really it's strange too. One of the dudes that was cast is um, like he was on that west wing show and won well, i think an emmy okay on that show like it's it's really weird hmm. like the casting is deep and complex there's a lot of like faces in there like yeah this was the first um first real movie for uh for watts yep it was supposed to be a big star turn for laurie petty sure um iced tea is getting like a really cool role in this as well yeah uh this was, this was supposed to be a launcher. I feel like a launch pad. Yeah. And like so comic I, movies were really big at that juncture. Not exactly. like they are now, but bigger than they ever were.
1: Yeah. This is pre Spider-Man and pre the whole MCU business, pre right. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi stuff, like before yeah. that all happens there, but like, it, it kills me because it's like you look at Ice-T and Lori Petty and they both kind of have suffered from the, from the, at the hand of studios and all this. And obviously Ice-T recovered very well, and was on tv and continues to be on tv as one of the most enduring stars one of the longest running shows of all time that's like so like he he wins he wins ultimately sure. but these studios didn't know what to do with these with these people so Lori petty ends up you know relegated basically to tv and smaller roles for the rest of her career it right. never gets to be the 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 big part again ice tea and there's something that's going to come up like this was an interesting period for ice team. So this is like post surviving the game, but he has a handful of what I imagine were well-paid um, supporting and smaller roles because tank girl and Johnny mnemonic are all basically the same period. I guess
0: we probably should just watch that one next. Cause that's another I think, one I feel like got that treatment of this is cool, hip edgy. It takes some chances. And they came in and were like, well, all these sharp edges will be rounded off no matter what happens to the film.
1: And if you want to talk about a movie that does it right, mm-hmm. Johnny Mnemonic is, and I, I say this, it is among my favorites of the period. I can't wait. It is a great film. Iced I know I've
0: not seen it in a while. Ice T is fantastic I, in it. I do see Ice T. I go play a lot of pinball and the johnny mnemonic table is not far from me
1: and oh, he's okay. right
0: there on the on the on the you know on the screen you can activate him in the game and he talks I see he talks on the johnny market that's this so is cool. something we can cover during a johnny mnemonic episode
1: though we absolutely should game. that Sorry, might be a, I, I love no, no. Up pinball. <laughs> no i think that might end up being our next one because i think i think it is a good pairing with tank girl tank girl yeah. is, shows what happens when Studios get involved and take a really wild concept and, and put it in. And Johnny Mnemonic is William Gibson gets yeah. that opportunity to make a movie. And he makes a cyberpunk film that is wild. And there's some it is really wild. interesting That's the choices one in there.
0: Cool thing about it is no matter how much they tried to, to round the edges of this film, it was going to be like it was made wild and free and it was going to be wild and free. There's nothing they could do to yeah. stop it from being wild.
1: Which so is- I want to give, so I want to give credit to Ice T when we yeah. talk about on our next episode when we talk about that film and we think about this one in that context mm-hmm. is that he didn't just make easy decisions. He took risks. He chose interesting yeah. movies that went against type. It went against what would have been his comfort zone. He could have made more movies a million new jack new jack trespass he could have done a lot of stuff in that world instead he's like i'm gonna do my version of of you know uh the deadliest game you know Mm -hmm. man is Game. i'm gonna do this weird comic book indie comic book movie Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do johnny mnemonic where it's like okay yes like keanu reeves is a big star at that point but it's a wild idea from like one of like sci-fi's most like visionary writers but doesn't right. always translate well to from the page to a screen johnny it's, mnemonic it's hard i mean like that's great why they cho- visionary, these are great choices
0: right? yeah, yeah like you you write visionary shit and then somebody else recreates it it's not gonna be as visionary it's yeah. just how it goes
1: but like think about these are the choices i mean think about the, yeah. the scripts that Ice T probably got at that period of time and he's like i want to do tank girl and i want to do johnny mnemonic
0: how much will we have to pay somebody to take the original footage and re-edit this movie? A
1: lot more than we have, but the thing is, it's like, okay. if it exists, if it exists in some it. form, if it, if it exists in some form, it's going to happen. Someone's going to rediscover go. this and throw some money behind it. And I, mean, I will be right look, there. The
0: time is now. Yeah. This movie was I'll, a pretty decently representative film. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, the message being, you know, no matter what the circumstances, there's going to be women and there's going to be wild shit going on. Yeah, that's really what's going yeah. on in this movie. Yeah, there's some women and there's some wild shit going on, and and they're bossing it through the whole movie.
1: And if for some reason you're 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 listening or watching this and you sort of are still uh, on the fence, the one thing I can convey mm. to you is this is the only film in the history of cinema where Ice-T plays a kangaroo man. And for that reason alone, this movie deserves one hour and 44 minutes of your life.
0: McDowell, too.
1: McDowell's great. We didn't talk
0: much about McDowell, but that's a wild get for this film and one that, like, rewards a lot. He's basically just Dr. Claw from the Inspector Gadget cartoon. Essentially, yes. And it's great. It's so fun and ridiculous. The glass scene was wildly uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And it, I mean, like, and long. They were like, nah, man, you got to see this. Somewhere.
1: Walking on broken glass. Got to. And then he walks with the broken glass. He it's, does. That's so, this that scene is real, so crazy. In a
0: very real way, this movie fucking ripped.
1: Guys, please watch this movie. You should Honestly, watch this it, movie. It's, it's on great. Tubi right now, which means it's free. It's, free. it's a couple free. commercials. It won't cost you anything to watch You know what it. the
0: fun thing is? The commercials froze for mine.
1: Oh, Oh, really?
0: So I didn't get any commercials. I just went straight Weird. through. It, wow. it froze on the first commercial break. It froze. And then the movie started. And then I just wasn't allowed to see how much time had lapsed, which was fine. Okay. It was something I was, it was worth it. So, yeah.
1: You might not even have to watch it with commercials. You might
0: not even have to. If you get lucky like me, huh? life's really just been shining down on me lately.